Today's daf is daf. Tess Zion. Oh, no. Tess Zion. Today's daf, daf, Tess Zion. We're going to go back to the bottom of Tess Vav Amad Beis and pick up from the Mishnah three lines from the bottom where we left off yesterday's daf. All right, three lines to the bottom. Tess Vav Amad Beis. Here we go. We're now shifting from Nadarim to Shavuos. Don't worry, just for a short. We'll be right back. Stay, this is just like a 10 second station identification. All right, here we go. A person says, I'm in Shavua, that I will not sleep. Okay. That I'm not going to talk. That I'm not going to walk. Oh, sir. It's a valid shvua. Again, an oath doesn't need to be anything on substance. It's valid. Now, however, listen to this. And this is going back to previous staffing. Carbon loy oichal lecha. If somebody used an expression of carbon loy oichal lecha, which seems to imply he's swearing in the name of a carbon, which we learned previously ain't going to work. You don't, can't swear in the name of a carbon. Or he says, ha carbon shaichal lecha. Behold, a carbon, instead of ha, it's ha. Hey, Aleph, carbon. Behold, carbon. So it's similar to making an oath by a carbon. Lo carbon, Not to a carbon I'm not going to eat, which is two negatives. Nalachi is mutter. It's allowed. Which seems to be the opinion of Rameir, who's the one who says that you don't say that you can't, two negatives does not turn into a positive. All right? I will, uh, not to a carbon, I will not eat. Okay, which seems to imply you will eat anything that's not the carbon, and that's totally fine. All right. So says the Gemara just to clarify this idea. Top of today's daf, Tazayin Amud Aleph. The Gemara is going to clarify what we just explained as we learned through the Mishnah. Money must listen. Who's not of a Mishnah? It's from Mary. The Rebbe Yehuda. Loishani le carbon. Loishani le carbon. Veloishani le ha carbon. He doesn't make a difference in carbon or ha carbon. The fact that a Mishnah says there's not going between carbon and ha carbon must be following the opinion of Rebbe Meir. If you look at the end of the Mishnah, it says, that not to a carbon, I will not eat. Again, two negatives. That also needs to be the opinion of Rameir if we're going to say it's not valid. Okay? Because again, we're not saying, but it seems to be like you're saying, answers again, same answer we gave the other day. Like Kasha, Hodamar and La Carbon, Hodamar La Le Carbon. Where he says La Carbon makes it one word. So he's, what he wants to say over there is it's going to be like a carbon. Okay? Now, if it's, you say it's going to be like a carbon, you have the hain. You understand? You have the positive expression. Because he says, to a carbon, I'm swearing that I'm, I'm not going to eat any of this. So you said the positive, you said the negative, you said what you're not going to do. And uh, Mamela, it's going to be forbidden. However, if he says the uh, Law, lit carbon, not to this, not like a carbon. Then, lay have carbon, Gomar. He's saying it's not like a carbon. And guess what? If it's not like a carbon, it's permitted to eat. There's no nether, there's no vow. Hence, it's all okay. Bottom line is, what are we walking away with? The Gomar just proved that the mission on the bottom of Tes Vav Amadez is strictly the opinion of Rebbe Mayer. Okay. Beautiful. Now we know. Now we know the town of the mission is. All right. Zok the Mishnah. Here we go. About eight lines from the top of Tezayin and Aleph. Shavua. Guy says, I'm taking an oath. Loi oichel lecha. Seems to be the most straightforward case we've had. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking an oath. That loi oichel lecha. I will not eat from anything that is from you. 
Okay? Forbidding anything that's from you. Ha or he says, Behold, I will eat from you. Now, if he's using the expression of Shua, though, we know that he means to forbid it. Okay? It's not to Shua. I'm not going to use all these cases. The halacha is going to be Usher. Okay? Not to a carbon. It's not going to be. It's go, it, uh, in all these cases, it's going to be Usher. Okay? Says the Gemara, Mechlal, you can imply the Hashvua Shaykhalacha, that if he says, Hashvua Shaykhalacha, but the Shvua that I'll leave from you, seems to imply that he's going to refrain from eating and it's going to be valid. From Minalistic contradiction, Shvua Ishtayim Shein Arba, there's Shvua Ishtayim Shein Arba. What does it mean? What does it mean, Ishtayim Shein Arba? There's two expressions that, are, that become like four. Okay? And let's explain what they are. Shaykhal Vishalayachal. Okay? If he takes a shvua sha'icha, which means that I will eat, and he takes a shvua that he will not eat. Okay? So, sha'achalti v'shalayachalti. Shvua that I ate, or a shvua that I did not eat. Two, four different types of shvua. Now notice the difference, but it's really two categories. That's why we say shtayim sheim harba. Two categories. In category number one, what was he talking about? What he's going to do. In category number two, in other words, in category number one, he says that I will eat, or he takes a shvuah that I will not eat. In category number two, he's taking, a, he's taking an oath about what happened. Yeah, a shvuah that I will that I didn't eat, or shvuah that I did eat. Okay, so it makes it dependent. For example, what he say is, I'm taking a, a shvuah forbidding this that I did eat. In other words, if he did so. Now, midikamar shaloi aichal. Since we said shaloi aichal in the future tense, shaachalti v'shaloi achalti. This, that, that means the other case is I ate or didn't eat in past tense. Should we imply that the word seems to be future tense. Now, look at our Mishnah. Go back to our Mishnah. The very first words of our Mishnah. What was it? Yeah. So over there, we thought it meant, when, you, when we read it, it's, I will not eat. But here the Gemara is proving that it really goes in past tense. So what the Gemara here is just asking a very simple question and trying to understand, without specific context, those words, should we assume it's past tense or future tense? That's the Gemara is trying to figure out. On that, Omar Abaye, Abaye responds and he says, Sha'aychal, the word Sha'aychal, really, it has multiple, Lishainis, uh, multiple tongues. Okay, it can mean uh, different things depending on the context, meaning, if let's say if he was sitting down to eat, the Yomar, and he says, and he says, I'll eat, I'll eat. And then he says, I'll eat, I'll eat, and uh, I swear about eating. That seems to imply what? The future. They haven't started their meal yet. People are trying to encourage him. No, make a bracha. Make a bracha. Take a mazayin. He says, So there, the context is letting us know, the setting of it is letting us know that he's saying what's going to happen in the future. Okay. But if he says, no, not eat, not eat. And then he says, not eat, not eat. 
I, I take an oath that I already ate. Shaloy no Okay, what that means over there is that it's going in, not the, uh, over there, it's going in, Shaloy I'm not going to because of the fact that I already ate. Okay? Meaning, what does he want to say? That's all the Gemara is responding. What does he want to say to the people? If the circumstances, the context around this statement is trying to get those people to stop bothering him, we're going to say, I'm making an oath about my, about, uh, my future eating. Okay? But if it's not in that context, then she'achalna doesn't necessarily mean uh, a future context. Rav Ashi she'achal, the word she'achal, dishvuah, it, the connected to a shvua means she'i oichal ka'amar means she'i oichal, which means clearly that I plan on not eating. And again, this is working towards the future. Says the Gemara, I don't understand. If it's all dependent on context, it's all dependent on the circumstances around it, right? So it says the Gemara, im kain pshita. So the whole thing is pasher because again, shvuas are dependent on the guy's mind, on what he's on what he's on what he's on. So of course, if they're trying to tell this guy to eat. And he's like, listen, that he's not allowed to eat. What's your chiddush? If we're, again, you're focusing on the context. It's all dependent on the context. The context is he's talking about the future. What, what, what's, what's, uh, what's the whole conversation? So my answer is, I would have thought to say, make him the iskale. I would say like this, that it's just a, uh, make him means he, he spoke, um, Misrepresented, something like that. No, what are the fancy words they use nowadays when people don't want to say they're a liar, but they really lie? No, misspoke. Misspoke. Yeah. So over here, what, what, it, it does. It doesn't mean that he misspoke. What it, what it means is, huh? Take it out of context. Take it out of context. It, but it's 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 really more like this. I'll explain. Let me give you a little introduction so you understand what the gemara is going to what the gemara is going to go with this. The context is where he said a word. But he said it a little too yeshivish. He said a little too litvish. He said a little too chasidish. So it came across in a way where it's like, what are you talking about? Right? Sometimes the people, they're called chasidim. People try talking chasidish. Oh yeah, they start talking chasidish. They might say chasudish. I speak chasudish because they don't know when to put the u and the e and the this and the that. that, that. So that's the Gemara means over here. Make him lishnu. He mixed up. His, he mixed up his tongue. He said the wrong thing. He put the oi instead of it's goyal yisrael. It's not goyal yisrael. Goyal yisrael, right? But all right, you're coming across in more of a uh, yeshiva shiknech. The goyal yisrael. So that's the Gemara saying. That's what make him lishnu. I would have thought make him lishnu. We saying sheyoichal. She, what's what's sheyoichal? It takes depending on, on what you meant and how how you if you say oh we're oh uh, you're e it's going to change this so he made a mistake and what and uh, he wanted to say instead he said which is the past tense so therefore the Mishnah says bottom line is whatever we hear that's what you're going to have to follow we're not concerned. That uh, now you can go afterwards. You go to Rav and you go to Baisig. You go to Moncha. You say, "Listen, that wasn't my intent." And you find the Pesach Gizinta Hey. But otherwise, we're taking you at your spoken word. Yeah. One of my first days in Neir Yisrael, I was listening to the Rashiva Ruvin. Yeah. All right. 
sounds very, if you say, put those words together, what does it sound like? Say it quick. Right? Sounds like, now you do. For Ravashi, not even Tam Dabai. And Ravashi disagree with Abai because Kasavar, he holds, Shaloi Oichal, Shaloi Oichal, Nami, Mashma, Shtei Lushainis. Shaloi Oichal also can have two different meanings. Why? Because if they're trying to get him to go eat, they're trying to convince him to eat. And he says, the Amar Nami Shua, and he sticks a, a Shua in there. Bein Shaychal, Bein Shlaychal. Whether whether he said a Shua if I eat or a Shua about not eating. Hadena Chol Namashad Amar. Bottom line is, it seems like he's saying uh, I'm I'm ref- going to refrain from eating in the future. And according to this, you could also say that when he says Shua Shlaychal, what he means is a Shua that I'm not going to eat in the future as well. Okay, so this is why we have the. Difference of uh, the Machlaika, Sinabai and Ravashi. So Gemara explains, bottom line, Ella Tana, uh, Ella Tana Pasca. The Tana was the one who Paskin Sha'ichal da Achilna Mashma. The Tana of our Mishnah, the Tana of the Mishnah over there says clearly that the word Sha'ichal means the future. The Shalai Aichal, Lai Aichal Mashma. And Shalai Aichal also means in the future that I'm not going to eat. And we don't say that, uh, you know, depend, that it was a Mekam Lishna. That it was just a, a mistake in what we heard, and he really wanted to put the words together, so on and so forth. Okay, very good. So the bottom line is, we had a stira mishnayis, and we're answering up the, the stira by saying where the guy put the two words together, shayichal, and and uh, we're not, and we're, we're gonna the shayichal says, which one do you uh, do you follow? Do you follow shehu aichal, or do you put it together, and then it's gonna be aser? Fine. All right, says the mishnah. Bottom of Tes Zayin Omod Aleph. We are five lines from the bottom. This Mishnah we know. We learned this a few daf ago in the Gemara, and we're going to show the differences between a Shavua and a Neder. Okay, here we go. There are certain times where an oath is stronger, or we're not stronger, has a Chumrah over a vow. The there's times where vows have chumras over oaths. Let's explain. Ketzad. Omar, if he says, I'm saying an expression of kainam, which is nether. That I'm, the, about the sukkah that I'm making. Lulav shani naitel. Kainam, that I'm taking a lulav. Tfilin shani menia. Kainam, al that I'm taking. Allah is bin maser. This is a valid nether. Again, because you, what you mentioned, something of mamashus, something of substance. Because there's a rule, which is, you cannot swear to not follow through on a mitzvah. Now, there's some gishmaka major rate on this. Because the, the major rate on this is going to be whether building a sukkah is itself a mitzvah or is it hachshah mitzvah. When you build a sukkah, is the building of the sukkah a mitzvah or is the building of the sukkah not a mitzvah, and sitting in the sukkah is mitzvah. But in order to sit in the sukkah, you got to build it. According to our Mishnah, it seems to imply that building a mish, uh, um, uh, making a sukkah itself is a mitzvah. Because the Mishnah says that if he says, Shvua shani, uh, uh, sukkah shani yaisa, what do we say? It's not a valid shvua because it's a shvua about a mitzvah. So you're calling the making of a sukkah an actual mitzvah. 
and the and uh, just to step back and take a broader look at the rule that the Mishnah is teaching us is just saying that a vow will work concerning a mitzvah. You can never make an oath stopping yourself from performing a mitzvah. Not to do a mitzvah. Yeah, it'll be valid. It might be mechuyev to change it, right? But it's got it's it uh, it does take hold. Okay. Because that was a shul. That was a shul. All right, but that's what we're going to get into over here. That's what we're going to get into over here. All right. Zog the Gemara. Now this Gemara is going to be a lot, very, very smooth. Gishmak. This is going to be, here we go. Says the Gemara. Chaymer mechlal de nederhu. Says the Gemara. A chumra of neder over shvua. If he says, what was his expression again? What did he say? Kainam sukkah shani says so on and so forth. Says the Gemara, I don't understand. Seems to imply it is a valid nether. Okay? But our Mishnah says it's not even a nether. Here's the Gemara Shaila. This is the Gishma. If I were to say to you, there's a Chumrah that Shabbos has over the laws of kosher. There's a stringency Shabbos has over kosher. Yeah, yeah. On Shabbos, we don't light flames. The laws of kashras. Your machmir, Shabbos is machmir more than kashras. Because on Shabbos, you can't light a flame. But kashras, you can light a flame. What are you going to say to me? Do bismashigah? There's no halacha of flame by kashras. It's not a chumrah. What do you... you, you it does, it does <laughs> not even bishalakam. An akum could turn a flame as long as a yid is involved in the cooking. Oh, that's true, that's true. Yeah, right, people do the, the reason why they do is, yeah. I mean, that's the mistake people make, but yeah, it doesn't need to be. You could have a good, huh? The kasha liver or melts, fire, yeah. So, what does fire have to do with with hilchish with hilchish kashras? No, so that's the that's the Gemara Shalver. Why are you saying that it's a it's a chumrah, okay, that one has over the other, and we say. If I make a shvua that I'm not going to eat from you, oh, then it's valid. If you say a neder, a carbon, a kaino, I'm not going to eat from you, it's not us. You see, a chumra. A chumra, what shaykh is? It's not betairas. The whole laws of neder don't kick into play when you use these wrong expressions. Okay? You're not even in the, you're not even the parish, you're not in the league. So the Gemara says, you're right. But let's explain why we said it in that fashion. It's going on the seifa of the other case. What does that mean? This is going back to yesterday's daf. Okay? Now here we go. If a guy makes an oath that he's not going to sleep. I'm not going to talk. I'm not going to walk. The Allah is asr. Yeah? It's got to be asr. It's a valid shvua. It's a valid shvua. Why? Why not? A shvu applies whether there's davar sheish by mamish, whether there's substance, whether there's no substance. It's a valid shvu. Zechomer b'shvuos mi benedarim. This is one of the chumras that shvuos has over nedarim. Because remember, what do we learn in the Mishnah before that? What if somebody used the expression of a nether, like a kainam, about my sleep? What did we say? It's not valid. So the Gemara is just answering, you're right, that really over here the nether is a different ballgame than a shvu. But since as a... Uh, systematically going through these, uh, you know, these halachas, we are ca- ca- uh, uh, contrasting and comparing shvuas and nedarim. 
And we said, Kainam about my, my uh, speech, Kainam about my sleep, Kainam about my... So too over here, we're calling it Chaymer Mizami Bizet, even though we're being maskin, that really by another, the Parsha doesn't even start. Okay? And then we say, Chaymer Benedormi Bishwus Ketzan. Where do you find the stringency that a neder has over a shvua. So like we said is, you can make a neder about a dvar mitzvah. You cannot make a shvua on a dvar mitzvah. Says the Gemara, what's the makar, what's the source for all this? Here we go. Menachem is for you, let's go. Rav Gahana Masni Amar Gil Amar Av, Rav Gahana taught in the name of Gil, the name of Rav. V'Rav Tevyumei Masni Amar Gil Amar Shmuel. Rav Tevyumei said, when he learned this halacha, Rav Gil was quoting Shmuel. Minayin she'en ishbon lavras ha mitzvah. How do you know you're not going to make a shvua? To do an avayda. What about doing Avera? To not perform a mitzvah. Tamud Leimar, lo yachel devaray. You're not allowed to make chulin. His words, which means devaray, lo yachel. You're not allowed to make uh, mundane your words. Avomechalu lechefzei shamayim. Here it is. Your words, when it comes to, when it comes to, um, um, a uh, shvua, can, um, can impact your own words, but it, I'm so, it, yeah, it can impact your own words, it cannot impact Chafzei Shemai. Okay. Says the Gemara, okay, so if you can't make a Shvua about Chafzei Shemayim, about mitzvahs, why could you do that by a nether? nether? Why is nether different? Does it say Le'yachal Devari by a nether? Sure, you better believe it. Dechsev Ishkidar Nether Lashem Le'yachal Devari. We should say here as well, Shvua Nami. Hoksiv, Oyishav HaShvua Le'yachal Devari. Gubara says, you find the same words, Shvua by Nether. By Shvua we say, we can't make an oath if you're going to wipe out a mitzvah. By Nether we say, you could make a vow if it's wiping out the right. Say, why? Same transgression of Le'achel Devarai. Amar Abayah by answer is, Amar I'll tell you. Because by a Nether, what is he saying? He's going on himself. So he says like this. I am forbidden to benefit from the sukkah itself. The sukkah itself. For example, you do a mitzvah sukkah, but the sukkah also gives you shade. And you have, you have, an, you have a, a, something of substance there. Right? You have an item. And he says, I'm forbidding myself to benefit from a sukkah. Okay? That's going to be a valid vow. And you're not allowed to uh, sit in the sukkah. Another case is, where he makes a shavua, an oath, that an oath that he's not going to get benefit, that I, it's like a lie on me, that I am not going to receive benefit from the sukkah. Okay, so here we go. Here's what, here's what the Gemara is responding, very gishmak. When you're making the nether, is the nether on yourself? No. The nether's on the sukkah itself. Therefore, is that a nether knocking off a mitzvah? No, go sit in a different sukkah. You're not saying that it's for the mitzvah is forbidden to me. You're saying this object is forbidden for me to benefit from. That's not considered a vow that's going against a mitzvah. But in, by the oath, what do you say by an oath? You're talking about me. And I'm saying, I will not receive a benefit from a sukkah. That's a problem. Because that's going in direct contrast to a pre-existing obligation. Omar Rava, Rava says, I understand. The mitzvah is Where's the benefit? Sit in a sukkah. Don't receive any benefit. There's no benefit from a mitzvah. It's a whole sukkah in and of itself, right? It's a whole sukkah in and of itself. But Rava's uh, premise is that a mitzvah uh, is to not receive benefit from. So go do your mitzvah 
and, uh, and, and benefit is not part of the conversation over here. It's just, uh, you know, like, memela. But the ikr is the mitzvah. El Amar Rather, Rava says, Hada Amar, I'll tell you the difference between the vow and the oath. Hada Amar yeshiva sukkah alai. Where the guy says about the nether, to sit in the sukkah is forbidden to me. That's going to be valid. Hada Amar shavua shalai eshev besukkah. Over there, the other one is, I'm making a shvua that I'm not going to, that me personally, like myself, I'm not going to sit in an actual sukkah. Okay? So again, by the nether, you're ultimately going to be able to sit in a sukkah, but by the oath, you're, you're not going to be allowed to sit in the, uh, to sit in the uh, actual sukkah. Says the Gemara, How do we know you cannot take an oath? To transgress a mitzvah. Do we talk to learn it out from Ishkid or Nedel Hashem Vayachel Devarei? Is that where it's learned No. Learned out from somewhere else. The time I learned in Rai saw, Yachol Nishba Levatel Sa Mitzvah. I would have thought a person let us swear to him about the mitzvah for like Bitlan if he doesn't. Yachol Yehei Chayov. I would think that you're Chayov, again, for what? For transgressing your word. Talmud Leimar, Lahara, Oy Lahetiv. That you're going to be obligated to bring a carbon if he makes a uh, if he makes a um, a shvua lahara to do good or to do bad. Just like by doing good, you can only make a um, it's it's rishus and a, a vow was only valid on something that was optional. So you see very clearly over here a different source from lahara ilahetiv. That's what's telling me I can't take an oath. It's not from leyachal dibar, right? I have a whole different source telling me that an oath cannot knock off the performance of a mitzvah. Answers the Gemara. We need both sources. Why? One Pasuk lets us know that if you end up transgressing your word, you're going to be putter from the carbon shvua, which person is obligated if they don't follow through on their shvua. And the other one is going to uh, potter him up to remove his obligation of the lav itself and hereby make sure, usually it's a lav sheesh by maizah, so you're going to receive malchus over here, you're not going to receive malchus. So we have it, Gemara again, just taking a step back, getting this clear. The Gemara had a question, what's the source that, uh, about the transgression of making an oath when it's dvar mitzvah? We said before it's the yachal dvare, says the Gemara, I thought it's lahara lahetim. Which one is it? The Gemara says we need both. One telling me there's no carbon, and one's telling me there's not even a lav to obligate me in Malchus if I do transgress this. We'll hold it here for this evening. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening, Chavra.